0: Today we're discussing page 14 of The Revenge of Kang. We are still in the NPCs section and today is just just chock-full of villains who are number one spoilers and number two barely related to this adventure at all. This page is doubly resistant to podcasting and fun fact, I have podcasted about it before. You see, as is bound to happen at least once every season, I lost some episodes that I recorded. It's fine, it's all right. It happens. I do have to say I'm recording during a unique opportunity during which my wife and my toddler are away, so I have the house to myself, which is normally great for podcasting, but then when you find out that your microphone has not been working properly, you find out that you have been sitting in a room by yourself, in an apartment by yourself, speaking into a muted microphone for hours. It's just a really strange feeling, but I'll fight my way back. I always do. The reason I mention it is just so that you know, if you hear a child crying in the background, that is because... There's a child crying in the background, not my child, a different child who is crying and there's just nothing I can do about it because I've got to record right now. So hopefully this does not ruin your podcast experience, but if it does, the good news is there's nothing important on like the next three pages. Speaking of things ruining other things, because today is a spoiler day, we're going to be discussing a member of the West Coast Avengers who doesn't get a write-up in this adventure series. The West Coast Avenger with a mandate from the U.S. government to ruin the West Coast Avengers, U.S. agent. U.S. Agent has a write-up in the basic revised campaign book, one of the core books for the Marvel superhero system, and you'll recall that he is the black, white, and red knockoff Captain America from the cover of this book. If you're not familiar with this character, either from the comic books or from the Falcon and Winter Soldier series on Disney+, Plus, you may wonder why, given that we have a Captain America who is a good Captain America, we would also have a crappy copy of Captain America with a worse design and a worse shield and a worse personality who everybody hates, that is a very harsh judgment of U.S. Agent, and it is 100% mathematically verifiable. Let me give you his stats. Quote, John F. Walker, altered human. Yes, his name is Johnny Walker. John Walker is stronger than Captain America. He has more endurance than Captain America. He has overall better stats than Captain America, I would say, except in the department of the psyche, representing willpower and mental stability, uh, which is extremely low at poor. So that's sort of like saying... This 16-wheeler is better than other 16-wheelers in speed and reliability and fuel efficiency in almost every way, except that the steering and the brakes don't work. In addition to his high physical attributes, U.S. Agent also has some powers. He has, quote, enhanced and toughened skin, which gives him excellent protection from attacks. Captain America doesn't have that. And he has a shield. Quote, this is a duplicate of Captain America's shield. Although the material from which it is made has only unearthly strength, The shield gives U.S. Agent incredible protection from physical and energy attacks. U.S. Agent has studied Captain America's fighting style and can bounce his shield off several targets or opponents and have it return to his hand on a successful agility feat. Also worth noting is that U.S. Agent's shield has his same alternate costume Captain America color scheme, and it doesn't have a star in the middle because it doesn't deserve one. All through government training, probably, U.S. Agent was promised that if he could just be a good boy, if he could behave himself for seven whole days in a row. He could have a star on his shield. But guess what? By the end of super soldier training, when it was time to go out there into the field, his chart had not been filled up. He had not been a good boy for seven straight days. And what's the U.S. government supposed to do? You have to have boundaries. So no star for U.S. agent. Now, I mentioned the U.S. agent had government training. He is an official government employee, but didn't start out that way. Here's his background. Quote, Dr. Carl Malice created the process by which Walker gained his superhuman abilities. Walker first appeared in the costumed identity of the Super Patriot, a self-declared replacement for Captain America. Later, during a brief period when Steve Rogers stepped down as Captain America, Walker took his place as the, quote, official Captain America. So this is a a dream come true. He was scouted from his own independent Captain America hustle. Like, if this were the modern day, John Walker would have been a Captain America wannabe on YouTube. He got himself some powers, he got himself a little costume together, and he went out there, and he started doing Captain America shit, and he started building his brand as a replacement Captain America, just on his own initiative, on the basis of his own charisma, his fan base. And that's maybe what drove him in the direction of, like, can you believe how controversial I am? They don't want you to see the kind of Captain America I am, but I'm fearless and independent, except for you guys, the viewers. Don't forget to click the bell icon to be notified every time I perform crypto-fascist acts of right-wing jingoism in public. And don't forget to hit that like button if you love America. He would have killed it on YouTube. And even without YouTube, he apparently did a pretty good job, because when the real Captain America quit working for the government... Because he caught them behaving like the U.S. government, John Walker got scouted. Hey, you want to serve your country? You've got powers. You've already got a brand and a following. Come on up to the big leagues. You are now Captain America. So Captain America kind of wandered the earth for a while, and that's when he created the knockoff Captain America outfit with the black, white, and red. And John Walker proved that he was not just another angry red face on YouTube. He was an honest-to-God, professional, quality, fully certified, official Captain America with the full confidence of the U.S. government. Quote, Walker proved to be both inexperienced and mentally unstable, particularly after his parents died. The role of Captain America was reclaimed by Rogers, and Walker was apparently shot by an assassin. In reality, the assassination was a government cover-up. So, this did not last. Walker was not a good Captain America, but he was a Captain America, and a Captain America is a government employee paid to enforce the law, and that makes Captain America a kind of cop. So it makes sense that when U.S. agent... Publicly and catastrophically fucked up, he was publicly pushed mere inches out of his former position, and then cycled back into service as soon as no one was looking. Quote, "'Walker emerged with a new identity, Jack Daniels.'" (laughs) Ah, comic books are so dumb. "'Walker emerged with a new identity, Jack Daniels, and assumed a new costumed role, the U.S. agent. Assigned by the government to lead the West Coast Avengers, Walker has become a hard-nosed, no-nonsense, by-the-book individual. That attitude has distanced him from his fellow Avengers.'" which is an understatement, you'll notice on the cover there's no Hawkeye. Hawkeye left the West Coast Avengers in large part because U.S. Agent was too much of an asshole, which is like, this is a milestone in the history of asshole superheroes. This is the Ali Frazier fight of douchebags on the Avengers, and U.S. Agent came out on top. Hawkeye left to go be an asshole somewhere else because U.S. Agent had it covered for the West Coast Avengers. Hawkeye left, but everybody resented U.S. Agent. It's understandable the motives that the U.S. government would have. Uh, this was after Vision had been kidnapped by a coalition of the world's governments and had his memory erased and his personality destroyed. And then the governments kind of handed a box full of the parts back to the West Coast Avengers. Like, here, you can build a new guy with these if you want, or the same guy. We don't care. And the Avengers were like, why would you do this to the Vision? And they were like, well, remember that time he tried to take over the world and he learned all of the world government's sensitive secrets? And then he just kind of sat on those. Well... We decided that the kind of information that you get from taking over the world doesn't belong in the hands of someone who would take over the world, and you know, World Conquest is kind of a one-strike situation, so we kidnapped him, and we wiped the hard drive, and now here you have him back. It was the best we could do, which is fair. And to make sure that we didn't end up with any more unauthorized World Conquest on the Avengers, the U.S. government insisted on placing U.S. Agent on the team, and so the West Coast Avengers are now led by U.S. Agent. It's hard to evaluate this character because he's, he's so deliberately a dickhead. Not my favorite West Coast Avenger, nor is he meant to be. The thing is, he's on a totally different scale. I keep saying how 1989 was an unbelievably bad year for the West Coast Avengers. It was just like a solid 365 days of every miserable thing the writer could think of happening to these people. You have to think of US Agent as one of those things rather than as a member of the team. Like, because if you compare him against, you know, Scarlet Witch and Tigra and Vision, clearly, like, there's no, obviously he's at the bottom of that list. But, If you look at him in his context as one of the tribulations of the West Coast Avengers, like becoming an actual cat and losing your humanity, having your babies vanish, uh, being abducted by the government and having your whole mind replaced, uh, having your marriage with Hawkeye break up, being married to Hawkeye, on that list, I feel like he's that's more reasonable. He's somewhere there in the middle. That's about all I've got to say about US Agent, but tomorrow it's time for yet more supervillain stat blocks, which means it's time for another West Coast Avenger. Join me next time for that on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big Megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am MegadumbCast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc., this episode's music, used under Creative Commons license, is Take Us to the Nearest Starbase by Astrometrics, whose work you can find at soundcloud.com slash Band.